No fluff. Don't worry about your dick. That's going to come later. No lies. I just masturbated. Just real women. Cock rings. Cock rings. Talking real sex. I am so bruised on my girl bits. Sex gets real. Sex gets so real. So real up in here. With Dawn. What's the most sensitive part of your cock? And Dylan. Let's talk about the elusive clip. Now get ready to get real. Eating pussy. There you have it. Hey everybody, it's Dawn. <laughs> and Dylan. <laughs> the hell? It's like this ejaculation of words. Yeah, like a little popcorn popping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi everyone. Hi Thanks. everyone. We're drinking. Yes, we are. Cheers, Cheers to your birthday that was like a week and a half ago. It's all good. Yeah. Like two weeks ago. Well, you know. It's all good. Yeah. Hey, you I promised, through. I know, promised to yeah. bring you some Sapporo, and I did. Because last time we recorded, it was like <sighs> nine in the morning. I just didn't think that would. It didn't seem right. Yeah. It was like five yeah. o'clock somewhere, but it was still 9 a.m. I have my, my summertime woodchuck with a hint of blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> It's yummy. As I said, fruit and beer mixed together is insulting. Ugh. Whatever. Keep it to yourself. That's a, oh well. Mm. <laughs> okay. So just as we sat down to start recording, yes. I opened Facebook. Oh, geez. The top article is mystery as hundreds of sex toys dangle from power lines in Portland, Oregon. Apparently this trend has started in Portland where people are... Taking dildos by the pairs and throwing them over the power lines, and it's like all sneakers. over. Yeah, it's all over Portland. Oh my god, it's like gang wars. Gang yeah, symbols. there's hundreds of them, and people. Dude, that's are, fucking expensive. I know, because some of those dildos are like They're like a hundred and something damn, bucks. Yo. If you're getting good, like vixen ones or some shit. Yeah, apparently it's like all over Twitter. I throwing. Don't think I could ever throw my dildos away. Like I know. Yeah, I think I'd these are probably some, like cheap, super I'd cheap have to ones. Be you know yeah. what? That's a good idea. I'm going to do that shit. You totally should. It's just throwing dildos over the power lines has become a thing. <laughs> and the hashtag on Twitter is keep Portland weird. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I'll post a link to the article. Like oh here's God, one that's, that's a hilarious. jelly. Ew. Like a jelly one. Yeah. So that's, oh my God, that's such a good thing. People, everybody who has Ooh. jelly toys. Oh yeah. Yeah. Start making art installations. Like no throw that more shit jellies. over power lines. Yeah. Yeah. And statues. Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. I know. I think that's amazing. And to me, that's just the epitome of Portland. Do we cause harm to power line workers who have to go up and remove those? I don't know. If we have any power line <laughs> specialists listening, please let us know. I'm sure it's really annoying for the city. It's gotta be but annoying. It's kind it's of like, funny. Oh, how embarrassing. Yeah, but then it's like, oh, there you go, there's another dildo <laughs> hanging on the wire. And then you're like, no, I've seen that one already. That's not new today. And then you're like, you know, how to brighten up your day if you're a power line worker. God damn, got to go take down take another dildo. You know? Like, shit. Yeah. Like, hmm, what's the strangest thing you've had ever had to do at work? I have yet to have anything like that um, at my work. Oh. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's I do. Sometimes there's weird things, but uh-huh. I have yet to. Nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing too, too ridiculous. Not even like that. We yeah. have, like... Lots of amazing randomness today that I'm really excited about. We heard back from a listener who just heard one of our more recent episodes, and he said that he loves the podcast and he listens on his commute into D.C. And last time we were talking about my new wand. Yeah. My magic wand. And so he was wondering if I was talking about the plug-in wand or the new rechargeable magic wand. Uh, he said that his wife loves her battery-operated Vibratex, but a rechargeable would be so much more awesome because the batteries kind of limit the strength. Mm. But then the cord is really just awful to have in, in bed because yeah. it gets stuck. So he said that they use the wand when she's on top or when he's doing doggy style and coming in from behind and she can kind of just like rub on the, the wand and mm. then she has these super amazing orgasms. So, uh, and he also said she's not super sensitive. So using that stronger wand is really good for her. Mm. So yay. Thank you for writing in. That was from John. He also wrote a six, a couple of six word poems for us. I love that shit. I know me too. You ready? Mm -hmm. There's three. Okay. Sex is fun. You're the one. Okay. Kind of peachy. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah, Clearly that's for his wife, which is really sweet. (laughs) Uh, okay. And then he said, Waiting to lie between your thighs. Mm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And then can't wait to eat you. Yum. 
Yum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. So yeah, thank you so much for listening, John. The wand that I have is the plug-in rechargeable. So it's got a a plug and you put it into the bottom. It charges within like two or three hours. And I have to tell you what surprised me about my wand. I only partially charged it because I was too eager to wait. Damn. You know, it's just like, I gotta try this shit. Impatient. Yeah, I was impatient. I partially charged it, pulled it off the thing, used it. Two days later, Alex and I used it. A few days later, I used it again. A few days later, Alex and I used it. Oh, damn. Seriously, a week and a half later, that thing still had power. Power, and I hadn't tr- plugged it back in. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is awesome. Good stuff. And it doesn't have any cords and doesn't have any batteries to mm-hmm. deal with. So, yeah, it's the new uh, Vibratex rechargeable magic wand. And it's a little bit pricey. The. The the old standby that's been around for like thirty years mm-hmm. that is corded yeah. only runs like forty bucks, and this yeah. one runs like one hundred and fifty or one hundred and thirty, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a much higher price, but but it seems it's to be so much easier because so much worth it. Yeah, I mean we're going to take it camping. Oh yeah, because we don't Just have charge to... it up one time exactly, yeah. and then we'll be able to play with it while we're Boom. out there. So yeah, so thank you so much for listening, John. We love your poems, and uh, I'll send you the information that you asked about. But cordless is definitely super awesome. Cool. Okay, I came across this article. It'll be on our website, <laughs> and the headline is "A List of Fictional Men I Believe Have Been Pegged." Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> And then this person, Mallory Oldberg, uh, wrote this article that said, I have no evidence for any of this other than my own conscience. May God judge me. And then it's a list of all of these men that she thinks have been pegged. So we're going to go through the list and see if we agree. They're like fictional TV characters or something? First one, James Bond. Oh my God. I really believe that. You think James Bond's been pegged? Hell yeah. Think about how many like super strong, sassy, attitudinal women, women yeah. he's had. Can't you see some of them just being like, bend over James and then like, <clears throat> damn. I can totally see that. I can't see that. You can't see that? No, I can. I yeah. I cannot. She says, it's statistically plausible, if not probable, that over the long and varied course of his sexual career, James Bond got pegged at least once, probably by May Day. Okay, maybe once. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, she says, keep your mind open to the evidence is all I'm saying. At some point it was bound to happen. The statistical likelihood of getting pegged cannot remain at zero forever, especially if you've slept with that many people. That's true. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) Appease your women. I can see that. I just feel like James Bond, because I feel like he would be real kinky. You know, like Mm. he's probably not. With all of his little cool, Mm -hmm. cool little spy You know, he's played with handcuffs Mm -hmm. and whips and shit. So who's to say he didn't just like bend over? Could happen. Yeah. Just be like, "Mm." mmm. It's probably like a gold-plated dildo or something that he took on his ass. Right? (laughs) I'm just saying. Okay. Batman. Batman I can see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. She is saying that... Maybe because he wears tights. I don't know. (laughs) Well, she's saying that Michael Keaton's Batman totally would have been up for it. She thinks that the Val Kilmer Batman would have been creepily excited about it. Creepily. Yeah, creepily. And that Bale's Batman would have totally refused to have done it, even though he wanted to. Because he's an asshole, yeah. (laughs) He's such a homophobe that he would have been like, no! Yeah. You know what I mean? And then gone home and jerked off to it. Yeah. So Batman. Indiana okay. Jones. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's I know, got a whip, for Christ's sake. Sad. No. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, my God, yeah. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. He's like all, all about Dr. adventure. Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones. New stuff, you know? In those foreign countries. That yeah, exactly. He's probably yeah. been in a Tantra temple or two. Oh, okay. Maybe. Right? Yeah, totally. So, yeah. I could okay. totally see some pegging happening. Okay. She's just saying the Avengers, but that's kind of, like, wide. So she Mm. narrows it down. And she said, it says, Black Widow hardly gets a moment to herself, I imagine. What with all the pegging, she finds herself in the way of having to perform. Hawkeye loves it, obviously. Because he has so much self-loathing. Thor is a big fan of it, but has no human qualms about allowing (laughs) himself to be penetrated. And then Captain America was deeply uncomfortable with it the first couple of times, but not uncomfortable <laughs> enough to keep him away from it. Oh, <laughs> she goes through the other that characters. That is hilarious. I actually agree with Thor, because he doesn't come from here. He doesn't come from so here, he so he wouldn't have be, it like, all. Yeah, like, he'd just be like, whatever mm-hmm. feels good. But Luke totally. Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I agree. 
lightsaber. <laughs> That's with that lightsaber. dumb, pretty who me farm face and hair just the right length for grabbing. That kid got pegged every That's time true. they talked. That's true. <laughs> okay, I That's don't know 72. who this is. Sam Spade. Mm-mm. Sam Spade must be a TV show character. I, well, it says it's a Humphrey Bogart character, so it must be like an mm, older way one. back. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, uh, then Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't see the movie. I didn't either. So I so can't. we'll report back when we see okay. it. Okay, Han Solo. Han Solo. Again, Indiana Jones, same guy. Right. Same actor. Harrison Ford. Maybe mm-hmm. Harrison Ford just looks Peggy. Maybe he just looks Peggy. Yeah. By who? Princess Leia. It just says he hated the idea, but did it just to prove something to himself. It would have been Princess Leia. Yeah. She would have done Princess it. Leia would so fucking strap it she on would. and just like fuck anybody. Oh, yeah. Just like <clears throat> with a fucking curly mm-hmm. little braid thingies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nose. That's why she was all pissed that she was in chains with <clears throat> Jabba. Jabba the Hutt. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. A Will Turner. Mm-mm. Oh, from Pirates of the Caribbean. So it's not Jack Sparrow, but the other character. Mm-mm, don't know. That's with or that Orlando Bloom played. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. He's now, a if you just said Orlando Bloom, I'd say, yeah. <laughs> yes. He so got pegged. <laughs> I agree with that, actually. We'll just, <laughs> we'll just put Orlando Bloom out uh-huh. there. Uh, the X-Men. Mm. She's saying that Cyclops is super into it. And yeah. Wolverine could probably take it or leave it alone, except for the fact that Jean Grey adores pegging. So, of course, he's into it because of that. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, Angel from the Joss Whedon show, The Vampire. Totally. Because uh-huh. he just had, like, brothels of sex all the time. I didn't watch that You never show. watched Angel? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. He would have totally uh-uh. liked it. And, actually, yeah, I think any of the vampires on Joss Whedon's shows probably uh-huh. like taking it up the ass. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching some, <coughs> you know, in my spare time yesterday. <laughs> um, what was mm-hmm. it? It was... Um, gay male porn double penetration in the ass. Oh, and I was like, what? of course, in the ass for gay male. <laughs> but I was like, ow. Like two cocks? Two cocks and one gay ass. I was like, ow. Was he sandwiched between two people? <sighs> Just like they would do mm-hmm, for, okay. for girls. Yeah. 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 So there was one coming from below and one coming yeah, from Yeah, one top. was laying down mm-hmm. and then he he sat on that shit and then the other guy got into his awesome little acrobatic crotch position and Wow. Got him doggy style. And I was like... I've seen two oh. fists in a, in a gay guy's ass, so why not Damn. two cocks? That's cray, right? Because two cocks yeah. is a lot smaller than two yeah, fists. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, I've seen some crazy-ass fucking shit go up some ass, but mm-hmm. I'm like, jeez. Yeah, that takes some skill. It took some skill. Yeah. Because shit gets all slippery. You want to make right. sure there's enough lube, and you're like, get in. I, I yeah. will I will say, though, for the two guys that were inside of him, since they were in the same hole, that yeah. moving probably felt really good because oh, yeah. they were rubbing on each other. On each other's peen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because it should be like... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most of it was on, like, cockyboys.com, whatever, but... <laughs> I mean, it was it was Pornhub, but, you know, the, yeah. the links, they always show you who, like where it comes who from. uploaded it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> They're always, like, really hunky and hot. Yes, they mm-hmm. are, actually. Mm-hmm. I've seen a couple of Lance Hart's clips with some other boys, and they're like, always wow. really hot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then her last one on her list is whatever Jeff Goldblum's character's name was in Jurassic Park. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> That's Random. Really yeah, I know. With his, like, little chaos theory or whatever. Like this woman is sitting there going, like, oh, yeah, he totally got pegged. Let me write about it. Yeah, well, I'm going to start thinking about that now. You know what I mean? When I watch movies, I'm going to be like... Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, he can totally he's, take it up the he, ass. Yeah, he's going to get pegged. Interesting. Yeah. Are there any other characters you think that are, like, super just, like, bend me over and fuck me? Oh, uh-uh. I'm trying to think, like, on all the shows that I watch. Any vampire show. Because I feel like vampires just get bored so sexually. if there's, like, any dudes I want to fuck up the ass, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, I, like, tried it once, but I'm just, like, it's weird. Like, I could totally have a man's peen in my vagina and a man's peen in my ass, but I don't know that I want to stick my dick in a guy's ass. Huh. I could totally do it to a girl, though. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. It is interesting, considering that I love gay male porn. I know. And I love anal sex, period. But do I really want to fuck some guy up the ass? Yeah. It's totally not like... I've tried it once, and it was Mm -hmm. like, eh. Hmm. It was like, eh. Yeah. I like the power 
like the I like it's flipping the script, mm. you know. So it's mm-hmm. me doing the fucking, yeah. Um, you know, specifically to guys, yeah. And yeah, with the right guy, it's fun. I think I wonder. I wonder. Yeah. It's I'll just bet. not. It's just not like, like the top. Well, your your guitar person, you'd probably like to fuck him, huh? Oh my god! I've talked about it. Actually, I've been like, you know what? No, just kind of stand there. <laughs> like I don't even know if I'd want to see him naked. He's just kind of sexy. You know what I mean? I mean can we you just tell talk? our listeners who it is. Like, huh? Tell 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 your listeners who you have a crush on. Keith Urban. Yeah. Because <laughs> he sounds sexy. You know, his yeah, voice is sexy and uh-huh. whatever. And he's always just like teasing with his little shirt open enough just to get a little peek at his tattoos. Yeah. I'm like, what abs? I mean, he's married to like, you know, mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. What abs? <laughs> I you know? think. <laughs> married on the same day. You did? You got was... married on the same day as Keith and Nicole? Totally coincidental. Yeah. That's awesome. You mm-hmm. so you didn't plan it. like the No, the wife thought girl. I planned it because she knew I was a fan, total fan. <laughs> And I'm um, like, oh my god, no! It was completely coincidental that it's the same wedding day. But if you ever run into him, you can just like throw that out as a bonding. You know, we held hands. I mean, I don't mean like we held hands like lovers, but at the concert. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, I think he likes being pegged. Yeah, I jam rushed to the uh, front of the. Uh, we were like oh. only fifth row back anyway, so I rushed the stage when he was coming out. Anyway, mm-hmm. and he was like touching everybody's hands, and he like grabbed both of mine, and we like interlocked oh. fingers, and I was like, score! <laughs> I was like being such a fucking spaz. That's yeah. so fun, though. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I think he likes being pegged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so I know everybody's gonna write in and say Jack Harkness from Doctor Who and Torchwood, but like, duh, he basically uh-huh. has said that, so that doesn't count. <laughs> I would also say Mal and. Wash from Firefly. Both of them like it up the ass. Mm, I don't know Firefly, but how yeah. about Jon Snow? Oh, Jon Snow. I think he, he would have let like, Egret do it. Yeah, he wouldn't have wanted to at first, mm-hmm. but because she was so into it, he would have been like... <laughs> she would have said, you know what okay. she would have said? Huh. You know nothing, Jon yes. Snow. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to feel good. <laughs> And then he would have liked oh, it. Oh, man. And now he's a butt man. And then that poor, the one, I forget her one episode character, she was so badass. You didn't watch this past seasons. Yeah. I'm the, completely caught up. The one who could have been the one and she just became annihilated in the battle. Oh, right. She was so badass. Yeah. And we're like, oh, new love interest for Jon Snow. And I know. Then, she was amazing. And then she and became then, a walker. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. She was the one from Pitch she Perfect She was so too. badass. She was in Pitch Perfect too. She's the main dog. Oh my sound fucking machine. god! That's why she looks so damn familiar. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Yeah, it's the lead the singer. The sound from machine. Das sound machine. Fuck yeah! <laughs> that what's her face is all confused about. <laughs> she was like trying to insult her, but she was like, "Damn, why are you so perfect? Why do I feel so uncomfortable and want to kiss you right now?" <laughs> that was fucking awesome. I love that shit. <laughs> oh. It's yeah. like people who, um, what is it? Like, I guess she confused her as much as Ruby Rose is confusing everyone in the lesbian world oh, or the straight world. The straight world, yeah. yeah. From Orange is the New Black. Yeah. I mean. So we had the brief conversation about her I'd have sex previously. With her. But yeah. I would for sure. I would totally fuck her, but we would probably be battling for who's on top. Oh. I wonder. Hmm. I think it depends on the day because she swings between masculine presenting and feminine Mm. presenting. Like she likes gender bending. Mm. Because I think if she was on one of her like girly days, Mm -hmm. she'd totally let you just take over. But if she was on one of her like super butch days, then yeah, you'd probably have to wrestle for it. Which would be hot. That would be hot. Yeah. I'll watch you two wrestle for it and then. That would be fucking hot. Yeah. That would be hot. It's like fucking lesbian porn play. Porn, mm-hmm. uh, foreplay. <laughs> porn play. Same thing. Oh my God. Because I'd be filming it. So, yeah. You know. It would be kind of hot. Yeah. Um, speaking of the whole gender bending thing, I was just, I didn't get all the way through the article, but there was one in Facebook um, on Where Have All the Butches Gone? Oh. Did you uh-huh. see that? No. It was an old school lesbian was basically talking about, I didn't get through the whole thing, but she was talking about where have all the old school, where have all the butches gone? Because now it's gotten to a point where the butch identified women are just transing. Oh. Hmm. So you're now so male identified that you're going through the change, whereas mm-hmm. it was just cool to just be the butch. Mm-hmm. Where are the butches? And it's kind of true. Maybe they might not necessarily be transing or they're going through 
different pronouns. Mm -hmm. But I kind of feel like the old school butch women Mm -hmm. are the ones that are much older, Mm -hmm. like in my age group, because the younger ones do kind of gender bend. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot in my motorcycle club who you can look at them and they are just like straight up fucking dyke, Mm -hmm. like hardcore, right? Yeah. But they still will go to a wedding or something and wear a dress. Huh. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? Like like Stone Butch. Oh. Excuse me. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Damn, I love this Sapporo. <laughs> but it's like, I kept trying to keep it in. I was talking and I was like, oh, God, it's going to fucking come out. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, instead of being the hardcore Stone Butch, like, you would never see me in a dress, like, yeah. ever. Like, yeah. in October, we're probably going to have this pimps and hoes party or whatever, and I'm mm-hmm. going to be the hoe. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be awkward. You know uh-huh. what I mean? But it's just purely for costume dress up. I would never dress up at Halloween to be a girl because mm-hmm. it's just, it's so uncomfortable and awkward <laughs> yeah. that it's, like, not even a costume. It's, like, mm-hmm. torture. Yeah. But we're going to do it for fun. It's The club's going to do it. Yeah. But... It is. I'm like, we're you, like, you're okay. They're comfortable in wearing this dress, but mm-hmm. they're mostly like butch women. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it is this whole gender fluidity now, which is yeah. good. I mean, like, nobody necessarily needs to right. be stuck in some sort of mm-hmm. stereotype of like. I don't even know if they still have that website, butch butchfem.com. Um, it. It actually changed a couple of years ago because there were some big ownership issues and mm. lawsuits, but the 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 community still exists. It's just a different website now. Okay. I can't remember exactly what it's called. I have it saved somewhere. But, because that's yeah. where I met my ex. Mm. Was on that website. Yeah, because that's what, you know, mm-hmm. people like me who are into femme girls, but I'm definitely butch looking, mm-hmm. that I just couldn't, you know. Yeah. And then now, I'm t- if I were to be single... It would just be, well, whoever's going to end up throwing themselves at me and I'll just like be no, yes, no, yes, because I'd be afraid to approach the majority of the femme girls because they're all like, no, I'm into femmes, I'm into femmes, I'm into femmes or whatever, or they're mm-hmm. into someone who's way more fluid than I am. Yeah, but you get, I mean, you can tell when somebody's giving you the look. Oh, yeah. I mean, you had pussy dripping off of you at Pride. What? What? I don't know what you're talking um, about. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think that there's just so much more openness now around yeah. queer issues in general mm-hmm. that people are probably feeling a lot more confident to just explore what that means for them mm-hmm. without feeling like they have to stick to a certain role. Because I do feel like mm-hmm. in like the 80s and the 90s that if you were a butch lesbian mm-hmm. and you let that person slip at all, yeah. it would be really... Like, dangerous. I mean, the community would be like, what the fuck are you doing? You can't do that. You're a butch. You know, because there was these rules. Because I think it was so in the closet for everybody. Right. And I think now that everybody can be so much more open, there's probably a lot more just generally experimenting and allowing Mm -hmm. yourself to do whatever. And I also think, like, trans issues have become so much more talked about and so much more accessible Mm -hmm. and so much more openly talked about that there are probably a lot of people who, back in the day... Would have loved to have explored that, but it was just so totally unaccepted that they just identified as butch. Yeah. So that's really interesting. I'd love to read that article. Yeah, I'll forward it to you. So I want to talk about, I read this article on the six most underrated erogenous zones. Hmm. So I want to know what are your erogenous zones? Do you know what they are? My ears. Ooh, yeah. But, like, I don't want you to stick your tongue in them. You don't want, like, a wet willy. No. I want your heavy breath in it. Ooh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like What maybe. about, like, nibbling or, like, licking on the edge? Mm-mm. No. Does nothing for me. No. We like sucking on your earlobes. No. You just want the hot breath. I just want the hot breath. And nice. I want, like, the sounds. No. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can pull my hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like heavy breathing in your ear with a little hair pulling yeah. and you're like yeah yeah that, like gets your motor rhythm. that's fucking hot yeah mm-hmm. nice any mm-hmm. anything else as far as the erogenous zones um yeah so zone areas of the body that are responsive to sensual touch Mm-mm. ears and then pounding Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess you could put it that way mm-hmm. are your nipples sensitive um are they sensitive? Like, like I mean, do yeah, you like them played with? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. But that's like, that's a well-known. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you, like, sucking on them hard and shit, mm-hmm. yeah. And you're yeah. like, yeah, fucking, yeah. Mm. 
I yeah. Up, my nipples up, don't do much for me. Really? Mm-hmm. I end up saying suck on them harder. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I do. I like I get it. Get it. And I'll like, like the guy, like we hate guys who like force your head down onto the peen. Uh-huh. Like that's what I do. Like I'm like, But you're like it. forcing them onto your tit. And you're suck just like, my tit. Yeah. Suck it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I do know the wife's though, if yeah. I gently go, gently just touch the back of her lower back. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it was completely mm-hmm. non-sexual, uh-huh. like, I'm just walking by in the kitchen, and I'm like, oh, let me get by here, and just mm-hmm. kind of do a little wispy with the fingers, and she's like, oh. <laughs> I you totally know, know yeah. that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the same oh way. God, I was, love my lower back being touched. Really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's something really intimate about mm-hmm. it. And I also don't like it when people I don't know touch me there. Mm, you know, like somebody, cause sometimes like when you're in a barn, you're squeezing through people, yeah. you kind of end up having to touch people. Mm-hmm. Well, every once in a while there will be a person that thinks that because I'm trying to get through, mm-hmm. I want them to touch me. And so oh. like, they'll put a hand on my side or my hip mm. or low on my back and just kind of use it as an excuse to touch yeah. me. And when they do that for the most part, I'm just kind of like, no, mm. I usually go right up in the middle of their back, mm-hmm. like between the shoulder blades. Me too. I'm like trying to get by. Sorry. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm going to ask you about these and see what you think. Okay. Okay, so the very first one on the list is feet. Now it says, playing with feet isn't just for those with a fetish, because the toes and feet are incredibly sensitive, and touching them can elicit a powerful response. There's a large area of the brain that receives sensation from the feet and toes, so paying attention to that can be highly stimulating. Okay, so totally blew my mind. Never really thought that it would... You know, because it was like, ew, mm-hmm. at first, but when I had my toes sucked. Right? I was like, what the fuck is going Me on? Me too. It was like what? my pussy was being touched Yeah, or it was like, what is that feeling? Yeah. It is like crazy. Like, uh-huh. I never, ever would have been like, suck my toes. No, no ever. Never. Like, uh-huh. oh, oh, at first the thought of it was like, oh, how mm-hmm. cringing. Mm-hmm. But the first time it ever happened, I was like, uh-huh. what Me too. the fuck? Yeah. So... I can see that uh-huh. being, mm-hmm. but as far as just touching them, you know, it's like, oh, doesn't like really do massages. it feels Jesus good. Christ. Yes. It feels totally good, but yeah. it's not erotic. Whereas Having the sucking s- of the, oh, t- yeah. it's, it's something really, mm-hmm. it really is something yeah. wild. One of my lovers a couple of years ago, one time we were playing and he just like lifted my foot up and like slid my toes into his mouth. And I was like, my first reaction was, Oh God, you know, like, I don't think I'm going to like this. And then his tongue started sliding between my toes. And I was like, what is this reaction in my body? It really is amazing. The warmth of the mouth and everything in there is just like wet. Yeah. And the tongue feels like, Uh like, because there's something not right about it. Like, yeah. there shouldn't be a tongue on my toe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't belong. It just doesn't just happen. Yeah. Right. So you, but it feels good. Yeah, yeah, it does. Anyone who, like, never really thought about it should just try, try it. it one time. Mm-hmm. And like, I will be, say... Be in a sexy mind frame. That is so key because my ex mm-hmm. and I, one time we were like... We should just, like, try it. Everybody talks about it. We mm-hmm. should just try it. So we were, like, in bed, all the lights on. And mm-hmm. you go first. No, you go first. No, you go first. Oh, God, this is going to be so gross. You go first. I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah. And we were, like, grossed out and squicked mm-hmm. out. And yeah. so we went to try and do it. And, like, one person would pull away. Mm-hmm. And, like, we just couldn't get to the place. Yeah. So it was not erotic yeah. at all. I think it happened, like, on accident. Like, well, it was a surprise. Like, uh-huh. I didn't know the person was going to do that. And then I was like, whoa, wait a minute. What was that? <laughs> yeah. 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 That was, was the same wild. with me. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. I totally agree with that one. Okay. And then this one goes to what you were just saying about the wife. They're saying that your back is considered one long erogenous zone. Trace Mm -hmm. your fingers down your partner's spine or leave a trail of soft kisses, making Mm -hmm. sure to linger at any points that make your lover gasp. Mm -hmm. The small of the back is particularly rich in nerve endings. Mm -hmm. And then if I'm at... You know, like if she's at the sink or something, mm-hmm. and I just come up behind and just breathe on her upper mm-hmm. neck between the shoulder blades oh, yeah. back there. It's like shivers. Shivers. She uh-huh. gets shivers. She's like, oh. She's it like, makes my nipples she's hard. Like, she's like, you can't do that. You know? <laughs> like, oh, God. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. is, I know, for me, it's like, oh, that feels nice. But whatever, it's just not as, oh, like it is yeah. for some people. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. For me, yeah, massaging my back just <clears throat> gets me to a place where I'm so relaxed. I'm like, do anything you want. Dang, yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. like breathing on the back of my neck will make mm-hmm. me like get little shivers. Yeah. Um, I love having my lower back touched. And like one of my favorite sensations is when a lover or like when Alex and I are facing each other Mm -hmm. and he slowly like kind of traces his hands around Mm. my back to pull me close. Mm -hmm. Just the feeling of the fingers, you know, like on my back. Oh my God. It's so erotic. I I love it. Touching is like so important. Mm -hmm. You know, actually just touching somebody. Human touch is healing. Yes. And I think that, you know, massages, they're, I usually get a lot when I give a massage. Absolutely. I, I actually know this couple. They're called the Pleasure uh, Mechanics, mm-hmm. and they teach erotic massage. Yeah. And they said that one of the best things you can do to just, like, revitalize your mm-hmm. relationship is yeah. give hand massages yeah. every day mm-hmm. because it just allows your partner to, like, relieve stress mm-hmm. and kind of settle into the moment. And yeah. then when you're there, you're like, well, hey, you're yeah. touching me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I get a lot of extra when I give a massage. So sometimes I have... Maybe I just, that's why Alex massages me literally every day. Oh, amazing. It's yeah, because sometimes because inadvertently... Like, because mm. like, I have to preface it sometimes. I'm like, look, I'll give you a massage and I no strings mm-hmm. attached. I'm not expecting anything. Yeah, he doesn't eventually either. ends up getting... Something. Right. That's, you know I mean, I mean? He, like, massage for the most part with us either happens after sex... Mm-hmm. Or we just come home from, mm-hmm. you know, going for a walk or something like that. Or I've had a long day and he'll give me a massage. But then because I just feel so relaxed, it's like the next time we go to get sexy, mm-hmm. I'm totally open to it. Yeah. He's smart. Smart little guy. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next one on the list is your stomach. Now, I'm, I'm, I have feelings about this one. So it says, forget body hangups and enjoy how good it feels when your partner touches your tummy. The abdomen is such an erogenous zone that some women can even orgasm just through flexing their uh, abdominal muscles. And even if you can't achieve that, sensual touch and massage can do wonders and send delicious tingles down your body. Mm, not me. Yeah. Not me. But it is. It is. You can just rub a girl's body mm-hmm. or belly or even guys mm-hmm. and you get that little, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that feeling. Not my, not my space. I love kissing Alex's mm-hmm. stomach because there's like a 12 pack. And so it's Damn. like playing the xylophone with my Damn. tongue. Just like, I, my tummy is one of the areas of my body that I'm most at odds with. It's something that I have a lot of self-consciousness about. Mm -hmm. It's something that for years I wanted to just like literally saw off with a saw. Mm. I mean, like, I just hate my big tummy. Mm -hmm. And for many of my partners, they weren't even allowed to touch me there. Mm. Like that is an off limits zone. You can touch my breasts, you can touch my sides, but you cannot touch my tummy because I'm so embarrassed about Mm -hmm. it. But I've come so far from that and done a lot of just like self-acceptance and self-love and like, yeah, it's there. And yeah, sometimes it gets in the way, but Alex worships every inch of me, including my tummy. And I've started enjoying being touched there because for so long it was something that I hated, that Mm -hmm. it still has this newness to it. Yeah. You know, but I've never had a flat tummy ever. Mm -hmm. So I have no idea what it's like to have a flat tummy and be touched that way. So for me, it's still very like loaded and Mm -hmm. kind of scary. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I like touching other people's tummies. Yeah. You know, it feels really intimate to touch somebody there. It does. And I think most people get the little, um, you yeah, know, that feeling like, of like tickle feeling. Are they going to go up yeah. or down? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Okay, the next one is the butt. A firm hand <clears throat> on the buttocks can feel delicious. This is again um, the magic of a butt massage. <laughs> I mean, like if you, you know, like mm-hmm. you said, Alex massages you everywhere. Like yep. a good butt massage, like yeah, a deep it's tissue, deep and like your hands are really. There's like, so many uh, fucking nerve endings in there. Yeah. Okay. A, you know, we there's a whole spectrum of the spanking. Mm-hmm. You know, so we know it feels good. It mm-hmm. tingles. 
it's awakened, mm-hmm. um, but the deep tissue rubs yeah. of the butt. Uh-huh. Oh my god, it's like amazing. Yeah. It really feels good. I'll take that, oh, and then yeah. I just work it and work it down, mm-hmm. and then work it down to the upper thighs, mm-hmm. and then the next thing you know, legs are spreading, boom. and what? what? Oh, What's I didn't this? know that would happen. I'm sorry. Does your massage feel good? <laughs> no. <laughs> What's going on here? (laughs) Are you Um, turned on me too? Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, the butt is a major zone and I don't care how big, small, flabby, Mm -hmm. uh, whatever the Mm -hmm. butt, no matter what is going to feel good. Yeah. Uh, That I'll say for sure that it works Mm -hmm. on me. It works on the wife and, um, the spank. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, I was just telling Alex this the other night cause we were kind of playing around. He likes to hear me smack myself when we're on the phone Mm-mm. and does it sound like, <laughs> does it sound like this? Oh, damn. Wow. <laughs> it's a little fleshier, but this, something like, like it, you're going to hurt yourself I'm, with the paddle. This thing is like, that thing is a serious paddle. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I if I paddled myself, would it put little, yes. The red mark. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you know this? I, well, I've seen people use ones like that. <laughs> but um, I was telling Alex that one of my favorite sensations in the world is when he's been spanking me or flogging me. And so my ass is like really red. It's yeah. really sensitive. It's kind of hurting. And then he just barely wisps his fingers across that super tender flesh. Ooh, yeah. And then like the warmth the warmth of his hand mm-hmm. actually it's already hurts. But at the same time, like... Mm-hmm. feels really yeah. amazing. It's like every single cell of my body goes right mm-hmm. there. Damn. You know, and like, I just love it. So we were talking about that I and how that much ass. I love that. Plus, yeah. I just love that ass. Yeah, just the ass. I'm all about that ass. Yeah, we know you are. Double penetration gay porn, <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, the... Uh, knees and elbows, the soft sides. Mm. So like the inside of your elbow or the back of your knees. Yeah, not for me. Yeah. If you do like a little lick and then you blow on it because mm-hmm. it's so sensitive, yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, you're, t- you're, you're trying it out right now. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm touching myself. <laughs> <laughs> no. How, how are your uh-uh. knees? No? No. Mm-mm. It says those spots can get a little ticklish, but it can feel amazing if you kiss them or massage them mm-hmm. gently. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're saying the final one is the sexy space between your ears. Don't forget the brain, which oh. of course, yes. Yes. I you mean, your it. mind has to be engaged in order for anything totally. else to work. So yeah, I really liked those erogenous zones that mm-hmm. they named. I mm-hmm. agree with all of them. Yeah. I think they're really hot. I would love to hear from our listeners if they have any erogenous zones that are kind of unusual mm-hmm. or not typical for most people, you know, like who knows, maybe somebody likes having the outside of their elbow licked. You know, or like, I know some people who really like armpits a lot. Yeah. So it would be interesting to hear what our yes. listeners' erogenous zones are. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if I have any like that are unusual or different or rare. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Like the toes thing, surprising yeah. but amazing. The ass, yes. Mm-hmm. The back, yes. My mm-hmm. sides, it's nice to feel like yeah. stuff on my sides. Mm-hmm. Um, my neck. Oh, my neck. Mm-hmm. My neck. That's one. But I think that's really common. That's common. Yeah. I think my neck. Um, But yeah, like maybe somebody gets super turned on by somebody like sucking on their nose. Who knows? I was just just thinking that. I was like, does anybody get turned off by things going into their nose? Oh, you or into their nose. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Well, there's got to be something. Yeah. I mean, somebody somewhere loves that. Somebody Because that's the amazing thing about sex. Yeah. Is that like, there's something for everybody. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Inside of the nose. I don't know. It's just weird. Somebody loves it. Weirder things have happened. I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. People elect- electrocute the insides of their urethra. Then why not? Do what? You know? Remember when I took that that violet wand class and they were saying, like, oh, don't stick the sounds inside your penis and then electrocute Ow. it because it'll cause scar tissue and close yeah. up your urethra? Yeah. I mean, if people like that, then somebody, somebody likes stuff yeah. going in their nose or in their ear, uh, you know, or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I really like my ears being like kissed or sucked on or kind of just like gently licked. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm like hypersensitive to the sound or whatever, so it's mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just I just need to hear your breathing. <sighs> well, you that. love just hearing people get off and like have sex and stuff. I am totally yeah. auditory. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really need to see it so much, but I can hear it, mm-hmm. and then it's hot. Mm-hmm. It is. So just let your imagination wander. 
Yeah, I mean, have I ever told you about that time in high school that my friend... So my friend and I were, like, juniors in high school. So we were probably 16. And she was dating this guy who was, like, 19 or 20. And we were driving up the coast from San Diego to L.A. It was really late at night. And it's a straight shot up the five. And it's, like, two hours. Mm -hmm. And he had gotten out of the car at a gas station just before we were like getting on the road for one of the long stretches. And she was like, lay down and pretend like you're asleep. And I was like, why? And she goes, cause I want to give him a blow job and I can't do it if you're sitting awake. Oh so lay God. down and pretend like you're asleep. And I was oh like, God, God damn it. Okay. So oh I lay God. down in the back seat facing away from them. Hilarious. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm curled up facing the back of the seat, <laughs> pretending to be sleeping and I'm totally not. And they get back in the car and I hear him like, Oh, was she tired? And she was like, yeah, she fell asleep. About 20 minutes later, we're on the highway, and I hear some whispering, I hear some rustling, I hear some, like, little giggles, and then I start hearing just kind of, like, body sounds, and I'm just like, I can't tell if I like this or not, please don't crash. (laughs) 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 And I don't know exactly what happened, but it sounded very sexual. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm teenagers i think that's why it's fun to have parallel sex because mm-hmm. you can hear what's going on in the other room yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah i think at camp we're gonna hear lots of people fucking because yeah. it's just like all tense i mean it's a sex is. thing isn't it aren't you going to it's some sexual event well i mean it's it a business to? conference for sex educators okay. so all the sessions during the day are like yeah you know how to manage your social media how to run workshops successfully <laughs> like all that kind of stuff and then at night there's like campfire songs and stuff but yeah there's going to be yeah. open play space and naked there's going to be a clothing optional section mm. and you know that kind of stuff so i don't know how brave i will be with my clothing optionalness you might be so fucking hot you're like get this off me truth you could be. Although somebody is there right now getting the camp set up because it's mm-hmm. in like a week. Yeah. And she posted pictures on the on the website for this campground. The picture is of this really beautiful little bubbling brook oh, that goes through uh-huh. the center of camp. And my plan was to just sit, sit in that in the brook. fucking brook all day <laughs> yes. long. Um, because of the nonstop rain we've had every day for the last yes. month, that shit's like roaring rapids. Now. Oh my god! It's super overswollen. It's like super Shit. rapidy. It's all brown from all the dirt and all the rain. And she was standing in front of it naked, and I was like, <laughs> "Nobody's nobody's sitting in that shit." So <laughs> it will be changed by the time you get down there. Well, only if it stops raining. Yeah. It's been raining yeah. every day for That's a month. True. It has. Been. So if it keeps raining like this, mm-hmm. you know, I'll need to take a raft. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just put on some fucking swimmies. <laughs> Float down the river. No, just anchor yourself off to the tree. Pick me up in the Chesapeake. <laughs> Set yourself an anchor, put on your swimmies. Uh, yeah, get a fucking raft and just tie it off. <laughs> that way you can just splash a little water on you every now and then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm I mean? Like I do like, in the pool. Yeah. If I lay in a raft at a pool, uh-huh, I'm just, just like, like every now and yourself. then. Yeah. Right. So that if there's a cool breeze, you get cool. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I definitely need to do that. Okay. So we got a sexy little story from our listener, Ariel. Ariel. Yeah. Okay. Now, Ariel wrote to us a couple months ago, so I'm really sorry that we're late getting to this. But, oh, jeez. Um, it says, just a story because I'm horny. Okay. So it says, hey, ladies, I'm in the mood to tell a sexy little story about something that I recently experienced. Okay. It's kind of a dirty story. It's Saturday morning, like 3 a.m., I've got my husband by my side, and he wakes up in the middle of me masturbating. Uh Uh-oh. My husband and I are into bondage and this whole, like, master-slave shit. Mm. So he stares at me like I've just murdered somebody, immediately whips out his cock, which is huge, and starts calling me a slut and telling me how much I'm a whore. He grabs our red tassel whip from under the bed, ties me to the bed frame, making me completely helpless rips my clothes off my body, and then whips my tits, kissing me teasingly down my body, making me scream and moan and beg. And then he positions on top of me, biting my neck while he fucks me. I ended up coming a total of six times, and we got two noise complaints from our neighbors complaining about the headboard banging against the wall and the screaming like someone was screaming in pain. If bondage is something you think about trying, please, please do. It's amazing. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, 
you know, that sounds really hot. It sounds totally hot. Yeah. I can totally, like, because there was one time when Alex woke me up. I was sleeping, and I woke up to him pulling the rope tight around my spread eagle arms. Whoa. And then I just was, like, watching him, and then he put loops around my ankles and spread those to the other corners, and then I was just naked spread eagle in the bed. Oh, damn. And he started, like, toying with me and making it super damn. sexy or whatever. But I woke up as the rope was like, yank, and my arm went out. And I was like, well, this is going to be a fun morning. Damn. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, so thank That's you, hot. Ariel. Sorry it took so long to get to your story. It's been in our queue for a while, so... Um, she sent this a couple months ago, but that is really hot. That's hot. Yeah, that's totally. really hot. And I just love that, like, she's laying in bed masturbating and mm-hmm. he wakes up and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing, you whore? You yeah, slut. You I'm need to tie be you fucked. Up and, exactly. Yes. You need to be <laughs> fucked, you dirty little whore. Yeah. Yeah, totally hot. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, I'm like, I know the neighbors must hear us because oh, yeah. we can hear them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then I think it's also super sexy because I'll like cover her mouth. Oh, like, be quiet, you dirty oh, little whore! That's you know, good. yeah, it's like yeah. Shh. that's hot. She's gonna hear us. Yeah, yeah. Keep quiet. Actually, it's really funny because on my blog mm-hmm. this week I posted a how-to dirty talk technique, mm-hmm. and some people, some people just shouldn't know. You know, <laughs> yeah. some people just. <laughs> well, this is a super simple technique for people who want to learn how to dirty talk. <laughs> But one of the things I was saying in there is, like, it's really hard to be with a lover who's totally silent. Yeah. You know, because you're like, am I turning them on? Do they like what I'm doing? And I said the only time silence can be really sexy is when someone's ordered you to be silent and then they're doing something wonderful to you. Yes. Or when you're doing silence out of some, like, tantra reason or something that's super sensual. Yeah. But... Just love that thought of like, if you make one single sound while I'm going down on you, I'm going to punish you so hard, yes. you know, oh and then like God. having to just like be totally silent while all you want to do is scream your head off. Yes. Yeah. That's hot. That's hot. I know. I agree. Damn. Yeah. I know. And speaking of actually saying slut and whore, I put a little worksheet on that blog post. So if everybody wants to go check it out, it's donsarah.com. But I put a little worksheet people can download and there's a list of all these different words because some people get really upset if you call them certain names, Mm, you know? Yeah. So knowing those things ahead of time is really good. Like I've, I've realized that in the right situation, he can pretty much call me a slut anytime we're doing a Dom sub scene. Mm -hmm. Horror is only if I'm like really, 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 really in the moment and turned on. Like it doesn't bother me, but it doesn't, It'll kind of turn my brain on and I'll start thinking a mm. lot if I'm not super in the moment. So if I'm super in the moment and he calls me that, then I'm totally good. But bitch is tough for me. For mm. some reason, mm. it just doesn't like, it pulls me out and I start overthinking a lot. And like, that's not the point of right. doing that. At The point is to like get more in the scene. Whereas I have a friend who like loves being called a bitch mm. in the moment. Like that's just, she's like, yeah, call me a bitch. Call mm-hmm. me your dirty little bitch. Whoa. You know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But for me, that's a word where I'm yeah. like, it doesn't upset me, but I'm just right. kind of like, eh, it's not doing much for me. And we've tried that. So I put together this little worksheet so people can kind of be like, yes, no, mm, mm, let's try it cool. words. But yeah, I just like, cause I love that she's just like laying there and he's like, oh my God, you dirty little slut. That's just what like, I like to use. I like mm-hmm. to use like dirty little whore, you little mm-hmm. slut, you yeah, naughty, naughty little girl. Uh-huh. You know? Are you are you my dirty little slut? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Things like that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever used bitch. Mm. Our listeners are either getting really turned on or really offended right now. <laughs> 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 nice. I love it. I, I know. Go, I had to go to the gym and work this shit off. Yeah, you totally are. What's hilarious? Okay, so I'm on the treadmill. Uh-huh. Watching the orange is the new black on the treadmill, and then all of a sudden, the fucking pussy eating scene shows yes. up, and I was like, "Oh my god, is anybody watching me? Is anybody watching my little tablet? Oh my god!" It's like, okay, and I pull it close to me, and I'm putting like little blinders on it, so I'm like trying to run and hold the blinders of my tablet, like nobody watch, but I can't miss the scene. Wait, I've got to see it. It's like fucking yeah. hilarious. I'm like, oops. <laughs> Sorry, people. Sorry. That Orange would be amazing black. if you're Get like on it. a plane with kids around you and you're like, I know. Eh. Well, I have my little Bluetooth, but still, yeah, yeah. you're like, um, don't look. Don't look. This is inappropriate. Don't look, people. Yeah. I'm sure like, people like are watching porn up in the gym and stuff. What? Yeah, like on their tablets. Yeah. There's nothing stopping them. I don't know. Yeah, because it's totally Wi Fi. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Although some Wi Fi, you can block adult sites, mm-hmm. but still. 
Yeah. I'm sure it happens. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so you mentioned when we were talking about the erogenous zones, how some people are just totally touchless in their relationships. Oh, yeah. And I was reading, so there was this huge sexuality summit a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. and there was about 50 different speakers, and I purchased all of the talks so that I could listen to them over and over again, you know, where there's some really prominent people in the sexuality community that I wanted yeah. to just, like, learn from. And I've been rereading the talks and just kind of taking some notes. And this actually came up in one of the – in a couple of the talks yesterday. And I love this. I'd love to know what you think. So Dr. Patty Brighton has been, like, the leading sex coach in the world for probably 20 or 30 years. Mm-hmm. And she's been in the industry forever. She's, you know, had thousands upon thousands of clients. She sat on the boards for like all the sexuality institutes, just a really like prominent person in the community. And they were asking her about like, what's one of the most common things you see in your practice from people. And she started talking about like the shocking number of relationships that are not only sexless, but are touchless, mm. you know, where, yeah, for a lot of people, not everybody, you know, if you've got some people who are like demisexuals or asexuals mm-hmm. or just people who have kind of moved out of that phase in their life, they might have a sexless relationship and they love it. Mm-hmm. You know, it might feel good. They they want that. But for a lot of people, they end up in a sexless relationship and it was in no way conscious. It just kind of happened and they feel sad about it or guilty about it. They don't want that. But then you take that one step further, and she was saying that there's so many couples who are just completely touchless. They never touch each other anymore. That's sad. Sorry. (laughs) I had to go off to the side and burp. Sorry. (laughs) That's funny. Because you were talking serious stuff, so I wasn't just going to, like, blast the microphone. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So, anyway, so, you know, people who have just become essentially touchless, and it's, like, the only touching they really do is just kind of this, like, in passing, mm-hmm. you know, the quick hug that doesn't really mean right, much. Right, a little and, peck before you go Right, to work but there's no, like, true touching mm-hmm. and how just damaging that is for people. Mm-hmm. And so they were asking her, what's the number one reason for this happening, or what's the thing that people can change if that's happening to them to make it stop? And her answer was... I think, incredible. And then, I don't know, like an hour later, I was reading a different talk with Elizabeth Wood and Dan Powers, who have also been in the field of sex therapy and sacred sexuality for decades. And they actually had the exact same answer. So I think there's something to this, and that is your electronic devices. Mm -hmm. And she was saying, like, like handheld phones and tablets Mm -hmm. are the number one killer of relationships Mm -hmm. anymore. I agree. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. Because your phone is out at dinner Mm -hmm. when you're home. Your phone is out when you're in the car. Mm -hmm. You're not actually talking to each other Mm -hmm. or connecting. You're watching television and ignoring each other because you're super into what's on the TV. Mm -hmm. Or one of you is watching TV and one of you is on the tablet playing Candy Mm -hmm. Crush or whatever. Right. You've got your laptop out and you're on Facebook. And you're completely plugged into the digital world Mm -hmm. and completely ignoring each other. And so Patty was saying that her number one recommendation for clients who are struggling in any way with like touch or sexlessness is to completely ban the use of electronic devices when you are with each other. And then Elizabeth Wood and Dan Powers actually said that they recommend making your bedroom a totally electronic free zone. Don't bring your phones in, set them out, or if they need to be in the room, set them on the dresser so that they're not right next to you and you're touching them. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't have a television in your bedroom, which I agree with. I've never had a television Mm -hmm. in my bedroom. So get your television out. So you can watch porn. <laughs> I watch porn somewhere else. Or I bring my laptop in. You don't watch porn in um, the bedroom? Huh? You don't watch porn in the bedroom? Um, I'll bring my laptop in from time to okay, time, but okay. sometimes I'll just watch it in my office. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they were saying, like, get your electronics out of the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, there's actually something really, really drastically different in the two of you laying in bed reading books or magazines mm-hmm. versus the two of you on your electronic devices. Mm-hmm. Because the electronic devices and just being on Facebook are so mindless Mm -hmm. and you're Mm -hmm. so in that place that you're not connecting with each other Mm -hmm. at all. Whereas because reading, especially just a a standard book or a magazine tends Mm -hmm. to be a lot more organic that you're still kind of aware of the people around you and you're touching and like that kind of stuff. So I thought that advice was really interesting. And I actually think that it's true. I mean, I can remember so many times when I was in the car with my ex and whoever wasn't driving was just on their phone That's true. You know, and like Mm -hmm. every once in a while you might be like, oh, so-and-so said this. Yeah. Or, oh, I just read this funny article. Mm -hmm. But you're so, so focused in on your phone that you're not 
at all connecting with the person sitting next to you. We're like at um, 90% of that is with us. Luckily, the wife has motion sickness. Mm-hmm. So she has a hard time reading or doing anything on her phone for too long mm-hmm. while we're in the car. So I'm yeah. usually driving. So her time on Facebook or whatever is limited because it makes her sick. Mm-hmm. So, but the other things are all true. Mm-hmm. I agree. You were talking about the, the touch and how people don't connect anymore in loveless relationships or whatever. That is one of the main things that the wife has talked about where it's even if you're just in passing, mm-hmm. that you just do a little touch, yeah. you know? Like when we're at a major social function, whatever, mm-hmm. we're at the neighbor's barbecue or we're at some huge HRC thing, whatever it is, as long as... Even if I'm in some intense conversation with somebody over here and they're talking to somebody else, if I just mm-hmm. every Reach now over and then and, like touch them, every now and then touch mm-hmm. the back or whatever, mm-hmm. then like that's just like amazing to her. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But we have tried on several occasions to limit mm-hmm. the media, the social media in the bedroom, and it's hard. Yeah, we've tried it. We've set guidelines. No more this and that, mm-hmm. but it's usually someone's going to sleep with something on. Mm-hmm. She's listening to some podcast. In order for me to block that out, I put the earplugs in and listen to my thing. Yeah, it's some droll podcast or whatever, just so I can fall asleep. Yeah, and that's how you know mm-hmm. it ends up checking in on Facebook right oh, before yeah. you go to bed or whatever the hell oh, it yeah. is. And I'm I, like, God, what the fuck yep. was life before? <laughs> I know. Facebook, I'm you know? the same way. Like I, ha- I have my phone in my face uh-huh. every night when I'm laying down at bed. One yeah. last check on my email. One uh-huh. last check on my Facebook. You know, a quick pass on Twitter. I uh-huh. set it down. First thing I do when I wake up in the morning is check on my social media. But this is I have a hard alarm clock, a, a legit uh-huh. one, and then I have my phone is my only alarm clock. My phone is my secondary. Mm, yeah. So or however, like I have one and then the other, uh-huh. and then my tablets is there too. So yep. I'm like. Why do I have? Because my tablet has all my podcasts and whatever mm-hmm. I'm listening to on Stitcher or whatever the hell it is that I fall asleep with, or yep. maybe it's something that I'm watching, whatever. Mm-hmm. She did limit that. She's like, no more watching your TV shows on your tablet before bed. Yeah. Because that would be up until like 2 a.m. Yeah, just like you know? watching it quietly. Just fucking watching it yeah. quietly with my earphones in yep. or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. whatever. Because, you know, our schedules are different. Yeah. So, right. And she's like, no more, no more of that. Because she'd get up at like 2 o'clock in the morning to pee or something, and I'm still watching my shows, you know, just binge watching. Uh Well, and and you know that backlit stuff is actually really, really bad for your eyes and your brain. Mm. And when I was having a whole bunch of problems with anxiety, my therapist actually told me, don't look at anything that's backlit, like a laptop or your phone, for Mm. half an hour before bed, because that light actually triggers something in your brain so that after you turn it off and you close your eyes, your brain still thinks you're watching it for up to 45 minutes. So you're losing out on that much more sleep and you can't go as deep when you're sleeping. And then they actually just did a recent study that said that people who look at their devices at night with the lights off have earlier rates of death. Damn! Mm-hmm. I'll have to look for that study. I can't remember the exact specifics. I thought so about it's better to just ago. at least leave the lights yeah, on? Yeah, exactly. Media, yeah. and then when everything shuts off, it all shuts off. Right, exactly. So I have been making a habit of doing that. Like in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. if I want to check my phone, uh-huh. turn my light on, yeah. let my eyes adjust, and mm-hmm. then check really fast. Yeah. But I've been trying to make sure that at bed I do just some like reading on paper mm-hmm. instead of on my phone right. so that my brain can kind of like shut down a little bit. And right. it makes such a difference in like how I sleep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just from a relationship standpoint... You know, a lot of what I do with my clients when I'm working with them as a sex coach Mm -hmm. is I recommend putting them on media diets. Mm. So especially if somebody has like body image issues Mm -hmm. or things like that, like limit the amount of media that you're taking in mainstream magazines and things like that. As soon as you do that, within like a couple of days, your confidence starts shifting. And I think because of what Patty was talking about, I'm going to start introducing Mm -hmm. electronics diets for certain types of clients. Yeah. So we'd love to know like what you guys (laughs) think about like (laughs) just how are you using media and electronic Mm -hmm. devices and are they in your bedroom? I mean, I've never had a television in my room and I never will have a television in Mm -hmm. my room. I'm really religious about Mm -hmm. that because I think that makes such a huge difference. If you want to watch TV, mm-hmm. then you got to get leave the bedroom. But I have put on the porn mm-hmm. and had sex because I'm the auditory person, right. so I like to hear the sex. So yeah. sometimes we're like start and like 
get our juices flowing, uh-huh. so to speak, and then we just like get into our own self yeah. or whatever. But you're making a really conscious choice to do yes, that. Yes, it's, it's just limited. that. You know, I'll do the same because thing. Because we're still, like, we're being with each other right. even though we've got the porn on. Right, it's like yeah. a tool. It's like using a flogger or something. Right, right, right. It's not just, like my mom, she puts the TV on when she lays down at night in bed and it stays on all night long while she's no, sleeping and that. she turns it off when she wakes up in the morning. And that light and that noise is actually really bad for your quality of sleep. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, it's just like you're not connecting to yourself for the it is moment. Bad, yeah. Or, yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're rambling. Yeah. Okay, so listeners, we are going to have Feminista Jones on in a couple of weeks. If you've got any questions for her, she is fucking fierce and amazing and she spoke at sex x interactive it was one of the best talks i've ever heard in my life so check her out research her follow her on twitter check out a whole bunch of her articles she is all about like lifting up the black woman's voice she's all about being super sex positive and open she's just has the most amazing things so we'll be interviewing her soon if you've got any questions for her let us know and then if you've got erogenous zones you want to talk about or um you know, pegging and any guys on television shows that you think would love pegging, we want to hear from you. So you can go to sexgetsreal.com where you can shoot us an email, either anonymous or let us know who you are if you want a response. We would love to hear from you. And we will talk to you next week. This is Don. And this is Dylan. And this is Sex Gets Real. <laughs>